literally have 30 seconds of audio and it was uh, it's just us. <laughs> Can you put that at the beginning? <laughs> like edit that to be immediately after immediately after the like intro music and then it just cuts to the actual <laughs> intro. Hello and welcome to episode 1 of the Beyond the Walls podcast. I'm Miles. I'm Alicia. And uh, we haven't practiced this. No, we have not. I'm literally just reading from the script right now. So. I, don't, I don't even know what to say first. The podcast is uh, a mandatory part of our... Well, <laughs> so yeah, we're um, the blog and podcast team whose job is to just document the Beyond the Walls production. But what is Beyond the Walls, Miles? <laughs> well, Alicia, Beyond the Walls is it's an annual anthology produced by... Produced by the second-year students, but written by the third-year students of York St. John. I haven't read either... I've got, like, four copies of it at home, and I haven't read any of them. A, a couple of my friends have stuff in them, because I've got, like, friends in third year. Yeah. Um, and I, like, skimmed through. I was like, oh, I know I know them. I know that person. And then I didn't read what they wrote. Each year, the an anthology is published. Uh, it's produced and designed by the students on the... What's it called? Publishing, Publishing, Production and Performance. Publishing, Production and Performance module. Or PPP. Which we are, yeah, PPP, which we are obligated to take. The split into three separate teams, and we are the blog and podcast team. So we're in charge of manning the blog posts and creating the podcast, which we're doing a very poor job of right now. Yeah, um, for someone who spent their entire life, well, the last seven years of their life speaking on a microphone, to people on Xbox, I am fantastically bad at speaking on a microphone. <laughs> I've never, I've never spoken on a microphone before. There was a very brief period, but you could. I love the audio level spikes whenever I speak. <laughs> uh, but there was a very brief period um, where I wanted to be a voice actor really? because I wanted to be an actor, as all young people do. Yes. I wanted to be an actor in secondary school. I uh, did drama. And then once I finished that, I realized I wanted to do a physics degree. But when I was like, oh, I don't want to be a full-time actor, but I kind of like the idea of like voice acting and stuff in my spare time. Yeah. Then I realized how much vocal control you have to actually have to be a voice actor. I think it would be really fun, though. I Like, I've done, obviously, because I, I say obviously, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. There's a lot of, like, voice acting in that, but... I mean, full-on voice acting is, like, it's really difficult. Like, you have to, like, sit in a recording booth and you've got no context for half the lines. Like, unless you're doing one of those productions where they record together, which is, like, a, a thing. Because <laughs> that's a really long tangent. It's <laughs> not, strictly speaking, relevant. Right, so, this year's theme for the anthology is Contemporary Change, decided by the editing team on the module. Miles, why is Contemporary Change relevant? Well, I didn't speak to the editing team about this, but I imagine it's to do with the fact that, especially in the 21st century, we live in a, w a world that's constantly changing. I mean, the internet is changing all the time, and culture and art and all that is changing all the time. So if you want to discuss change, you could discuss anything, but contemporary change is change that's happening now uh, in our daily lives or in the wider world. So I imagine that's what the editing team's logic was i'm sure we can ask them at some point yeah. never can't define it but i know what it means from like context it means like now present i don't know why i'm moving 
no one re- listening to this podcast can see, but I'm moving my hands when I talk. Yes. I'm like doing. I'm doing like I. I literally started demonstrating what I was doing to an audience of, of <laughs> listeners who are never going to see my demonstration. Not I real. do. I do this all the time on, on Xbox. I'm like, I'll sit there and I'll be like, so it looks like this, and I'll do hand sh- shapes, and then remember, none of the people I'm talking to are in the same room, so none of them can see me doing weird hand gestures. I'm still doing the weird hand gestures to demonstrate weird hand gestures. No one can see. I'm doing this purely for my own amusement at this point. Edit that out. (laughs) Um, I think we should leave that, edit that out in, because it's funny. Yeah. Oh, there is actually, on the script, literally right below the why is contemporary change relevant, there's uh, examples of why contemporary change is relevant. So, according to our scriptwriter, it... Society today is constantly changing. Politics and government is changing, such as how we view each other. What we do about this in terms of laws, healthcare, rights, will this be reflected in some of the writing? Or perhaps, is it how there, there's no apostrophe there, that should be there with an apostrophe, changing their style, writing style, what their words shape, and change their outlook on life? It's extremely relevant for modern day, because we have a lot of change with politics at the moment and with the virus. A lot of change is happening at the moment and it can be quite scary for a lot of people. Yeah, I know I was speaking to my parents last night and they were saying, um, I think they were talking about how my terrible back posture and I need to fix it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to live to be, have problems. (laughs) Uh, And then I had an existential crisis because my mum's 50 and I was like, oh, you're only like 25 years or no, I was, you're, only like, you're like 40 years older than me. And then I realised, no, she's almost exactly 30 years older than me. And <laughs> I'm old. This is going great. Yeah, I've, I've, had a, I've had a whole midlife crisis. I've done the weird hand gesture thing. About 50 tangents. We're doing great so far. Yeah, well, we've got to record 45 minutes of this. Well, we don't have to. It's either 15 minutes, 30 or 45. Does it have to be exactly those? Can it not be? It can't be 31 minutes. No, 31 minutes. 31 minutes, Rob comes in. You you (laughs) failed the module. You're not doing it anymore. We'll hire someone else. It's it's over. It's done. I I feel like my voice is going to come out really loud just because (laughs) whenever you speak... It's always really small. Yeah, you speak, it comes up to about there. And then whenever I speak, it's... And you're further away than I am. But it's, it's very clearly my microphone. Right, did you want to redo the theme bit? No, I think we got. Oh, add it. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can edit it. Edit, all edit of something it. <laughs> coherent together from that. Do you have a opinion on the theme this year? Probably should have come up with an opinion, but uh, I don't have one because I haven't really been thinking about it. I've been thinking about other things like the mm. assessments I'm not doing. Do you have an opinion <laughs> on the theme this year? I think it was a really good theme. The idea of change. I think contemporary might throw people off and cause people to not have as many submissions and ideas as they would have for just change itself. But I think it's mainly because most some people will understand what contemporary means. I didn't understand it at first. My friend had to tell me. But I think it's like uh, Rob said when they were uh, coming up with the... Uh, or when they announced the theme, is they probably put the contemporary in so they don't just get a million stories about, like, werewolves. That's true. I would love to read something from a student about werewolves and vampires and stuff though. I know it's not relevant, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of I think we should have done vampires as the theme. That would have been the so much better. Go- gothic. Got, they must have done gothic before. We're doing gothic origins next year. Well, that's a choice. Yeah, that's, that's a module. I, I don't remember. I don't know. This is a cry for help, uh, listeners. Um, I was about to say readers. Readers? I, I mean, if we upload the transcripts... 
it's going to be a lot of that is pause. true i am looking forward to whoever's doing the transcription <laughs> for this i'll give them the whole uncut thing and then we should get edit. ben and megan to do it yes they can do that that can be megan's yeah. job i've so, given ben a job uh, for context uh ben and megan were the other two people who volunteered to host today ben and megan were originally supposed to be helping with the podcast I have filled in for them after they have both been unable to attend because yes. it's personal. We might go off on a annoying, a, annoying tangent, tangent if we do that. Insulting someone. <laughs> the main reason we're here awkwardly in this recording booth mm-hmm. is to talk about the I want to say York Literature so Showcase. I forgot the word showcase. It's written in front of me on the script. <laughs> the York Literature Event Student Showcase, which Fourth is cycle. on Tuesday, the twenty fourth of March. From 8pm till 10.30. That's all I know. Uh, that's I know even less uh, because I have to be constantly reminded of what date it is. But what is the purpose of the showcase? Well, the purpose of the showcase is to get word out about the upcoming publication of the Beyond the Worlds anthology and it gives the writers a chance to read their work out and capture attention. That's a pretty good explanation. Yeah. It, it was not written by us. It was written by our scriptwriter. As you can tell by the robotic voice that just told you everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to dox the scriptwriter. I did a tremendous job <laughs> on the script. All of that effort to not dox her and you're just like, yep. Just... I mean, actually giving someone's name, first name, nothing else. No other information. No other information. Also, we'll call isn't her, her full name going to be in the It'll um, be in the anthology, the anthology. Anyway, So, people so if you want to find out about the scriptwriter, <laughs> you have to buy the anthology. Yes, go buy the anthology. The anthology, the showcase, also helps to draw in uh, members of the public who might not be aware of Beyond the Walls, because we get emails about it from the uni, um, and obviously we attend a lecture every week where they talk to us about Beyond the Walls and what we have to do to help. I I know you're talking about something really important, but uh, it's now 4.20. Well done, Miles. (laughs) Don't edit that out. I won't edit that out. Uh, yeah, the showcase helps to draw people in who might not be aware about Beyond the Walls and um, allow people an opportunity to actually discuss their writing. Because when you have like a published anthology with something you've written in it, you, you don't really get to comment on that and what your logic for certain decisions might be or what your inspirations were. And I know as a writer, I spend ages talking about what why I've done things or what my inspirations are. I spend more time doing that than actually writing. Yeah. And you also see it in a, a different perspective to other people, so they might see it in a completely different way as to what you intended, which is yeah. always a good thing. And um, sometimes when you like like see someone reading something, it's really nice to see their rea- like first reactions or when more when you see someone hearing something, I guess, because it's going to be people reading out their work. Yeah. We've had quite a lot of people interested in uh, wanting to speak out as well, which was surprising because I thought most people wouldn't want to. Yeah, I hate reading my own work. I don't like reading work out either. But then I, is, I write. This is way like, out of my comfort zone. I write, than I I write do. prose, so like it's, it's quite difficult to read large chunks of. Especially large when you've got characters text. with like five different accents and you're like, <laughs> I can't do all of those accents. You would make an attempt though. Yeah, but as someone who lives with two Geordies, it's never a good idea to attempt an accent you can't do. <laughs> That's why I, I will never attempt a Geordie accent because I, I know like I can't. I you should. No. Just for the podcast. No, because Rachel's <laughs> going to have to listen to this. I'll let it out. We're not. We're not. I won't. Yeah, because I know, I know you'd go like, I'll edit it out and then not edit it out. Be, <laughs> not edit it out. It'd be hilarious, me attempting to. So, yeah, I think you've managed to get the date and time of 
the uh, showcase, which yep. is on the other side of the sheet of the script, yep. uh, which is the 24th of March, 8pm to 10.30 in Degray. I didn't say the location earlier, I'm sorry. If you don't know where Degray is, it's the big concrete hell slab in the middle of... It's not even in the middle, it's on like... The edge. Yeah, it's on the like corner between mm. Clarence Street, uh, Lord Mayor's Walk and Gilligate. Or Gilligate, Gilligate. if you're... The sat mouth. Apparently, it's supposed to be pronounced Gillygate. Really? It's named after like Saint Giles. I always used to say Gillygate, though. I've never said Gilly. Yeah, I've always said Gillygate. Oh. But like, I think one of my flatmates googled it at one point, and but none of us have changed the way we say it because screw adapting to situations. Just keep if doing you know it's one thing. You screw might screw it. changing. Speaking of change. <laughs> yes, we should change. What, who I, don't we know, I don't even know the link to the blog to tell view, uh, viewers, listeners, where to find it. I don't know, it's through it, the York St. John blog website, if anyone does want to have a look-see at that. I'm, I'm sure we can just edit in a really poorly dubbed audio of someone reading out the web address yeah. in a really awkward way. Like, like a Siri like voice. W-W-W, full stop, Y-O... I was about to just read the uni website there. I'm sure you might be able to find a link on the uni website. Probably will. Maybe. I'll just put like, I'll just say insert here and then have yeah. the, like a Siri voice. HTTPS colon slash slash blog full stop York SJ full stop AC full stop UK slash creative writing. Yeah. Say the website. You have to edit this mess. So. I will edit the mess. That's what my plans I'll, I'll for the rest I'll of the week. I'll come help edit the, edit the mess. <laughs> It's all right, I, I have no plans for the rest of the week, so this is what I'm doing. Well, we've got 21 minutes of audio recording, but how much of that is, like, dead air? Ten minutes. Of just us going off on tangents the whole time. I'm sure we can keep those in. We'll have to edit some so, of them. Some of them some we of will them have to will edit Some of them will be removed. Just we'll just, what? Rob says, oh, how have, you do, how have you done on the podcast? And he's like, oh, well, we went off a tangent, like, 50 times, and we're going to have to edit most of it out. It'll be like, um... Because there's um, a style of YouTube video I've noticed recently. It's like video essays, but they don't do like a scripted video essay. They have like an intro that they've carefully written. Yeah. They have vague talking points and then an outro. But then they don't like, if they mess up a take, they don't reshoot the take and like edit it out. They'll just, just be like, uh, and that value is, and I haven't written it in my notes yet. So I'm going to go get my notes and dub it in afterwards. So yeah, we could just do that. Whereas like yeah. it's just us being incredible. We need to we need to add the word awkward to the title. Awkward podcast. We, we awkwardly talk about like we could have we brackets awkwardly talk about <laughs> beyond talk the about walls the and the showcase. Put that in the description. Actually. Yes, that would be perfect. I'll leave this whole thing in so people can understand why we're such a disaster. Yeah, leave this whole tangent about us going on too many tangents in. The anthology is a yearly um, thing. I don't even know the word for it. Annual. An annual... Annual... Book. Release. An annual anthology. An annual anthology. Wait, no, it would be yearly. I've yeah. just corrected you for no reason. I've mansplained <laughs> and I've been... Mansplained. mansplained confused wrong. me. Oh, I've got a joke and it's not inappropriate. All right, go on then. So for context behind the not inappropriate thing, I say a lot of stuff that's like not... I believe the phrase is NSFW. Not uh, safe for work. Yeah, they were going to give me a list of words I was allowed to say, but realised that they would be way too limiting. But anyway, joke. Where does a mansplainer get his water from? I don't know. From a, well, actually. 
Oh, that's that's so bad. I know. What, what was that? It, it, it's 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 quite funny though. It's just a bad joke. <laughs> that that that's going that's going in the description. Just that's going in. Terrible jokes. Terrible jokes and awkwardness in our podcast about a showcase that we've discussed once. Yes, yeah, so a podcast about a showcase that we know nothing about, that yeah. we've discussed very minimally. We will have someone from the marketing events team to discuss the showcase in more detail soon, but until then, you have us to deal with. Yes, uh, and also we've uh, reached the section of the script where we're supposed to interview him, but well, we could briefly speak about the roles of the other teams, which I think you did before. I've... This, we can go into more this, detail this, now. This recording fugue state has... Um, this, my memory's gone. I don't remember we anything. We could talk we about the leaders and everything, though, can't we? So, Say, we talked yes. about... So, we have so, the editorial team. The editorial team is run by a girl called Olivia. The editing team is by far the largest team we have, as most people on a creative writing slash English course would want to be part of the editing team which is understandable. Yeah, because I know uh, one of my friends wants to um, be an editor when she's mm. older, so it's kind of natural you go into the editing team. Yeah. Olivia does want to work in publishing as well, so that was mm. her element there. And are we get getting Olivia as a guest in the second podcast? Possibly. Either her or someone else from the editing team will be coming to do a brief interview on what it takes to edit the submissions and what pieces they would need to edit and what they need to take out etc stuff like that so yeah look forward to that look forward to the next one with more rambling i won't be in the second one hopefully it'll be even worse because it'll be three three people who don't know Uh, what they're talking about me and megan have a fantastic ability to distract each other yes i'm very looking forward to editing the second one Although I feel like the second one we might end up with more content rather than just there, might, there will be more content in the second one. This one's quite hard to discuss because it's we're not involved in the making the showcase process. Yeah, we, we're discussing an event that we have no insight into. And it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. We have the editing team. The second team is the events and marketing team. Miles, what is the marketing and the events team? Well, they are responsible for um, planning the showcase and publicising the showcase and also publicising Beyond the Walls because anthologies, they don't sell themselves and events, they don't happen unless you have any guests (laughs) so that is the responsibility of the marketing and events team and I'm glad I'm not on that team because that sounds really stressful It does sound very stressful, it must be hard to and they also manage the social media for for the anthology so if anyone wants to go follow us on social media I don't know the handle. Um, but I will get my phone out and look it up because I follow Beyond the Walls on So do I, but Twitter. I can't be bothered to get my phone out. So it is Beyond the Walls on Twitter is at Beyond YSJ. We probably could have guessed We could that. have figured that out ourselves, uh, but oh well. But yes, so if you want to know things about the showcase and Beyond the Walls and how it's all going, mm-hmm. go check them out on Twitter. In fairness... Knowing about the showcase, it's less important because the showcase is quite soon after this podcast. When does the podcast go up? The podcast is going out next week. Next week. Uh, this week for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, for you guys, the podcast is going out now. It's already um, out. We're, we're living in the past. We're in the past. We're ghosts. This has got a very morbid. Audience. <laughs> Should we go on a ghost tour? Should we a get the guy who tour. does the ghost tours in? He could come in and tell us what ghosts do. I don't know what I ghosts do. I feel like do. if, if he did people? that... 
he kind of loses me. So if he's like, I'm going to just put a permanent record of the ghost tour on the internet, <laughs> you can't really sell the same thing that people have already seen. I mean, I I guess you get repeat customers. That people is who true. believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts, so I'm not really fit. I'm quite call. open to everything, to be honest. We've gone off on another tangent about number 10 or 11. I'm not quite sure at this point. I've lost count. If we were carrying tangents, we'd be here all day. <laughs> That's going off. Counting tangents is going off on a tangent about tangents. That is true. Anyway. Uh, marketing events team leader is Pierce. You'll meet him soon. He's coming for an interview shortly. But yeah, um, so Pierce, he's in charge of marketing events, marketing and events. And I say, good luck to him. It sounds like it'd be stressful. It does sound stressful. Uh, the third and final team on the PPP module is the blog and podcast team which is our team the coolest team the best team because we're awesome yeah the blog and podcast team is run by me we had three people including myself who were interested in being the leader so we rolled a dice uh i won obviously as i'm the leader the other two have been named the sub team leaders for the blog team and then the podcast team so we have separate separate groups to focus on yeah there's five in each group five in each group and i just hop between the two yeah i mean you're quite right now you're quite dominant in the podcast group because you're literally on the podcast Mm -hmm. otherwise it would be me awkwardly talking to myself and you would just go off on the constant i don't think i don't think i'd discuss if it was just me i don't think i'd discuss anything that's on this script (laughs) like i'd I'd be like just i I do the greeting you introduce yourselves uh or if it was just me it'd be myself who are you i might say a little bit about what the podcast is and then gone then off on tangents yeah and then i'd have to bring it back for um the interview with pierce it'd be so out of place because it would just no be one would suddenly i'm like talking really like, serious who's pierce what's <laughs> Who, the showcase who's pierce why are you talking about this showcase I, I thought this was just like one of those just chatting podcasts but no apparently it's about literature H- how are we hosting the podcast uh through i can't remember what it's called now is it soundcloud yeah no, it's a I can't remember what it's called. It's a server, I suppose, that distributes it to SoundCloud, Spotify, and a few other sound providers, music providers. Mm. I primarily would use in Spotify. Yeah. Does Spotify have like a mature content filter? Yeah, explicit content filter. There we are. If it was just me, it would instantly be flagged as explicit (laughs) content. Well, we're almost at the uh, minimum time for the, uh, well, the 45 minutes. Yeah, but so how, much of, that is how much of that is actually usable? Ten minutes? <laughs> well, I, I mean, all of that, like, dead air time there yeah. is, like... Two not, seconds. Yeah. So, like... We're doing great. At any given time, like, at least 50% of the screen is us talking. So, really, we're doing all right. <laughs> so far, we're doing it's, okay. It's a good job we're recording for nearly two hours. There's nothing much we can really talk about, um until Pierce gets here. We could maybe say that we're going to be recording the showcase. Yes. We're, are we going to be we're going to be videoing it, aren't we? Yeah, we will be videoing the showcase and if we have permission from the people speaking, uh, if we can record them speaking. Do we have video equipment? <laughs> I forgot to do that this week. Well, luckily be, uh, you've got... I've got two weeks. Two weeks, yes. Two weeks. There is a media loans, which I can get some equipment from. And I, I think, did Ben say he has a friend who's got like a camcorder? I think he said so. We can maybe just take that. 
I'm sure collectively between the 11 people on our team, one of us could come up one with One of us, but either that or we can just use our equipment. phones or something. Yeah, it's, tw- it's 2020. It be, you know. Someone who has a good quality phone. At camera. least one of us has like an iPhone. Yeah, I think we should pause <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll be back after these short messages. So welcome back to part two of Bricking It, which we didn't say in the first thing. Cut that. Um... <laughs> Is that here, the name of it? Yeah. I'm here it, with... Mm-hmm. Why is that? I it's think it's a, a pun on, on the walls. Oh, yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, we didn't write the scripts. Um, <laughs> I'm here with Pierce, who is the leader, supreme leader... Uh, supreme, yeah. Supreme leader That's of what I uh, the marketing and events team, yep. who are responsible for planning the showcase. And I've got a list of questions that I'm contractually We are responsible for planning the showcase. That doesn't him. mean that it should... Depend on me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, everything that, that go, everything that goes wrong will pin, pin on Pierce's team. Yeah. So, how would you describe your role within the marketing slash advertising, I'm assuming, marketing and events? Yeah, that's the one. Group slash team. Just uh, about keeping everyone up to get up to date with things. Make sure everyone's doing the job that they they've been prescribed, if you like. Uh, the main job is actually uh, being the central point, so everything goes through me, from Rob. So from Rob everyone in the team and then from the team to Rob just to make sure that everyone's on the same page and nothing's being missed and all that sort of thing and checking of material so when when for example when they're doing the uh, posters or the social media posts just quick check through make sure there's at least two people that know what's happening at any point so you're just coordinating and passing information basically yeah so sending emails there's a lot of sending emails in this so more of a glorified messenger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just a, a supreme leader. I don't do really do much, but now oh, yeah. And are you in charge of the actual posts that go on the social media, or is it if you delegate that to someone else? Well, we've got a few few people that have kind of took it upon themselves, which is good. Some people are, are focusing on one platform and then some on the other platform. Just makes it easier so that they know what's been out and what is to go out. What I did do is I created a marketing template. To try and stagger posts and posters so that we're not overloading people and that and that everyone on the team knows what needs to be done week by week um, and that we're not doubling up on posters and social media wasting time in that regard so other than the social media which we've already mentioned the twitter we did plug in the first half um how else what other platforms do you have to spread word about beyond the walls and to a lesser extent or i guess to the same extent the showcase so like, like we did mention, Twitter and Instagram have been the main two. Instagram is a great tool because you can put stories out regularly and it's just a... It, it just keeps... Um, you can keep reminding people in that way so that, you know what I mean, every day you might click on the yeah. star and it's just another reminder of one of the events that's coming in the Literature Festival. Uh, word of mouth is, is another good one. So we had someone go to the um, a lecture for the Year 3s and just uh, advertise that the submission when the submissions window is open and when it's been closed and I think that's probably the best way to get people to submit because someone's there telling you and explaining it to you while, rather than you know when it's on social media we all do we just skim past it sometimes and we don't really notice it do we now I don't actually follow the Instagram so is the great, great Instagram great support there yeah. <laughs> I follow the Twitter but is the Instagram the same handle as the Twitter it is yes yeah, okay. exact same handle yeah I'll uh, follow them later Cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah, got to support the team. Yeah, and we try to keep it so parallel. So whatever went out on Twitter, we try to have something similar at the same time out on Instagram. 
because like you said you followed the Twitter one you didn't follow the Instagram one so we didn't want to make it we didn't want to put it on one place and not on the other place because like there's some people don't use Twitter some people don't use Instagram some people don't use either so that's why I think spreading it and talking to people uh, in person is probably the best tool that we have used so what are the thought processes behind each post and what you tell people about the event so the main thing to get into the post is where to buy tickets or where to book tickets if you like you don't have to, most of the things we advertise we didn't have to pay for so as long as that was in it was more just about grabbing their attention something the picture was important on instagram just to get them to read on we didn't really write we tried to keep the the post writing as, as minimal as possible so we're not like boring them so like little and often sort of approach you know what i mean so we did have a post out but then the store is just a hey, keep your eye out for this keep your eye out for that that was the that was the approach that we did have each time so key information where where the events are what time they are if we do have to pay for them how much will it cost because at the end of the day we are appealing to students m- mainly and there was some events that were like over 30 pound or you know what I mean even 15 20 pounds they're not the more the less likely to to want to go to those events rather than the free ones that we didn't end up sticking with and like I mentioned before the uh, temp the time template that I made the timeline was really useful because each week we'd come back to it and we would highlight in green what we'd done and anything we hadn't done we left in red um, just to indicate that it needs doing in the next week so okay, so updating your progress on basically stuff yeah. every week to make sure you're on the, top yeah. of your workload the first few weeks everyone was a bit scatty everyone was and it's hard because you want everyone to be on the same wavelength and on the same understanding of what's going on but not everyone can do it every job so you kind of delegate a job to one person and then people might be thinking oh is that job being done even though it is being done that template just allowed everyone to physically see that it has been done and they're not worrying about it and they're not uh, starting something that's already been done mm. I said done a lot of times so. yeah it's alright I said the word well a lot done of done. times <laughs> that wasn't really relevant to what I was talking about it was just every, well. every other one was well well um, you know a lot as well um You've kind of talked about this a bit already, but as a team leader, how have you delegated jobs within your team and what have the other team members been doing to promote the event? Well, the first thing that I did, and we all decided was the best approach to do it, was to split us into two main groups. We all wanted to have a say on, on each element of the of our team, but just so we have got targets to meet as a group, we split us into we split the, the, the full team into a, li- a team that was dealing with the Lich Festival and a team that was dealing with the showcase itself. Um, just because there was 10 events to promote for that but yet the main focus was the showcase obviously so that was the main way we delegated jobs i think it's really worked because everyone's just took it upon themselves so i I put the jobs out there and people have just just done it really which is great end of the day we're all here just to give it a go aren't we as long as you give it a go hopefully you get something out of it don't you that's all i've got to say okay um so have you encountered any challenges when organizing the showcase and putting it together and how have you overcome them uh Probably the main challenge was fitting the criteria of the university for marketing materials. There is a very strict policy on what can be put on posters, uh, fonts, colours, all those sort of things needed to be checked by the marketing team. So we have had incidents where it's come back to us three, four times. And the best way we dealt with it was just to keep persistent and just follow the guidelines of the centres. But it did take away a bit of the creativity that, that our team members were trying to put into it which was a shame but we just tr- we tried to just get it to a point where we were happy with it and also fit the criteria of the university and that's all you can do I guess you can't really 
uh, for example, one of the things is everything had to, there was nothing allowed to be in italics or anything like that. Everything had to be left assigned. And when you first do it, you think, oh, that's taking the whole look that I was going for away from it. So you just have to re rethink. And so that was the main challenge. I'm just trying to think if there's any more challenges. Well, recently we've had a bit of a challenge in the fact that not many people have submitted. So we've had to extend, obviously, the uh, window, which for us just adds a bit of a. It adds a bit of a. Um, so the timeline that I made, it's like messed that up a little bit because now we've got to add more stuff in, extra promotional things to do. That's it, really. I don't think there's any more. Let me think. There's any more challenges? I think that's. Like, oh, one of the challenges. I've got one. I've got one. So, for example, if someone was ill or couldn't make it to session, that is a bit of a challenge because it's it's keeping them in the loop with things and make sure everyone's in the loop. Because it, it's unfair to leave them guessing and have to come back the next week and miss a few things. So that's why the templates and the timetables that were made, they were a good tool for them as well. And do you have a, like a group chat that you pass We do have a group chat, through? yeah. Should have mentioned that before. We've got a few group chats. We've got the group chat for the whole of the team. We've got a group chat for the people that are dealing with social media. A group chat for festivals. Because I, I think it's also important to not send irrelevant information to, to certain members of the team. Yeah, because then I found it hard sometimes to not to not be on you know sending stuff all the time. There's always something to be done every week, but it, you know what I mean. Everyone's got loads of stuff to do, so yeah. by sending it every single day, you got a bit much. I think having separate uh, group chats just made sure whatever I was sending was relevant to the people I was sending it to. We've got like a team leader one, and I think that's all of them. How important is good marketing in relation to the event and the publication of Beyond the Walls? That's a good question, that Miles. You just thought that one? Uh, no, it's on the script. <laughs> I can't. I can't take credit away from our, our script writer. I Who wrote the script? Um, Rachel. Yeah, so I can't. Credit to Rachel. <laughs> yeah, Great credit question. Rachel. Um, All right, about the good question. Um, I think it's really important because there's a lot of stuff being advertised and marketed across the university every day. New stuff and recur reoccurring stuff. So you've got to have really good marketing skills for it to break through the crowd make it stand out to people and make it catch their attention and the only way to do that is to be good at your job so it's not just about marketing a lot it's also about marketing yeah. smart well smart, yeah. smarter not harder exactly I don't know why I'm looking at the mic like it's a camera <laughs> talking to the people yeah yeah definitely uh, dear, work smart not harder like, like timing of posts and time and when to get a, when to get posters out so we did have a few posters ready beginning of last week, but because it was reading week, there was no point getting it out. The majority of students would be going home or, you know what I mean, not coming into university for for any mm. particular reason. Well, I know a lot of my flatmates didn't have reading week last week. Well, yeah, there, so there is other, but like our, our course and... Yeah. The, and even, yeah. The people who are going to be more interested in yeah. Beyond the Walls and the Showcase. Exactly, and putting it in the there. places, uh, putting like posters in the places where those people are going to be. Because a lot of places on university I don't even go near. Because yeah. I've got no re reason to go there. So like in Wilmot, which is where our Great Ryan offices are, we put a few posters up there because that's where the Great Ryan, the English literature students are going to pass in more regularly. So yeah, I think definitely being smart with where you put things, when you put things, and how you do it is definitely important for the publication of Beyond the Walls. Good to hear. The showcase is the 24th. When's oh yeah, we want to get this out. When's yeah. this going up? The showcase is the 24th. Uh, it's 8 till 10.30. We'll have the Singing Society there performing for us. We'll have wine and we'll have some amazing writers reading some of their work that will be published in the anthology. You can get your tickets on uh, the York State John events page or on Eventbrite. Go do it now. That was the bit I really needed to get because we've got the time and the place but we just needed the where to get tickets from. Yeah, there you go. 
And who better to get the information about where to get tickets from than Spring Leader, the ma- Spring Le- <laughs> the man in charge? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming all the way down here. Oh, it's been yeah, it's, t- it's took me a while to, to get here, but tiny it's worth room. it. It's worth it. I, I don't think the listeners are going to appreciate just how small this room feels. I don't think they know, do they? And we've got three people in here at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now four. No. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to get um, the other two hosts. They've arrived. <laughs> uh, no, they're not coming. Megan's ill. Ben's crippled. We're, we're missing you, Megan and Ben. Yeah. It's not too bad because we would have gone off on more tangents. Most if likely, if there was, if there was five people in this room. <laughs> we did have a bit planned where they were going to do rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to interview you on the podcast. Oh, that would have been good, wouldn't it? Should we yeah. do that? Just, just play pretend. live rock, paper, yeah. scissors. Just play now. rock, paper, scissors. Rock, it's paper, scissors. Oh, it was Miles because it was just Miles playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rock, paper, scissors isn't, isn't an interesting game. It's just an interesting way of deciding things. Can we do it now just to, to finish Okay, up? we're going to play. Uh, who's the best team? Out of what? Out of our, our teams. Yeah, I've got them. Podcast. I feel like I should let the team leader do this, actually. Do you want to sub in? <laughs> For the, the honour of our team. You Podcast versus marketing. Alright, go on. Then. This is it. This is what it's all come down to. Forget about the... Um, showcase right, yeah, so forget the thing we're here to talk about <laughs> who cares about the editing team it's podcast versus best out of three best out of three well right. when we or do unless we'll, if she wins then it's best out of five we'll get the um, <laughs> when we do interview someone from the editing team we'll, we'll play rock paper yeah, scissors yeah. with them okay, and then we'll have the ultimate showdown yeah afterwards. and then whoever Everyone's wins got to play each other once. yeah everyone well if we beat you and then we beat them then we're just the best team well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you beat us we have to get you back to do another interview I'm always about so if you want me ready <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What have I done there? <laughs> <laughs> You've both he's attempted, done it wrong. He's attempted a gun. So we've got, we've got, um, <laughs> and let's just do it like the German three, for those of you who've seen Inglorious Bastards. And, and I did, Pierce is doing a gun. Little pistol. I forgot to put my thing down. You ready? Let's go. Okay. Properly. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. That was a draw. A draw. We both Two rocks. Two rocks. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes, oh, that's no. one nil marketing. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, oh, that's 1 1. That is a draw. Yeah. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, oh, win again. Oh, I win. Yeah. Best out of five. No, what no, do the people no, want to see? No, what no, do the no, people want to see? They can't see any of this. <laughs> what do the We're people want to hear? We're doing a visual game <laughs> in a purely <laughs> what do the audio format. Hear? That I won because the podcast team is the best. Well, team. get those editing team down. I'll beat them and we'll be back for a final. <laughs> we'll right. have a showdown. Thanks, everyone. Do you want to say anything else before we close? Um, buy Beyond the Walls. When's it available? Oh, yeah. When is it available? We haven't got an official date. As if I work for Valley Press. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got an official date. Uh, May. Ish. May ish. May ish. Keep your eyes out in May. We Save will, up for May. We will likely know more in the second in May. podcast. Yes, please keep your eyes which, out for the second podcast. Which is going to be released on May. No, Sometime, May. I think it's the 20th of April we're recording so the 27th of april it should be available to listen to so watch this space keep off drugs stay safe roll safety we're just gonna cut off randomly <laughs> <and> <laughs> bye bye